Good morning, good afternoon, wherever you are. This is Chris down on Bondi Beach. Oh my God, it's so gorgeous. It's 5.30 a.m. Uh, Wilmsy just went to run training. I was going for a bike ride and I'm just not in the mood. You get these premonitions sometimes when you ride bikes that it's not okay. Uh, my aura ring score for the morning in preparedness readiness was 89 and my sleep score was 88 so I'm right up in the top zone of the uh, ready for a great day uh, as far as the aura ring is concerned but I don't know something just but that's an opinion so what does it tell you well it's absolutely not a fact that I'm not ready for a bike ride. The aura ring shows that I am bloody ready, as good as ever ready, because that's a really high score. My heart rate variability, my resting heart rate, my latency, sleep, everything is completely, and the number of hours of sleep I had, I think I only dropped a few points because I fell asleep too quick. As they say, you shouldn't be, shouldn't be falling asleep within three minutes of getting into bed. It should take you 10 or 20. So why do I develop the belief and value that opinion that I'm not ready? Well, these are the variables that we play with. We go, oh, this job would be better for me or this person's good at that job. And you can't validate some of this information with fact. So we create an opinion that we call a fact. <laughs> well, here I am. I'm walking the beach, which is my normal Thursday morning thing. But I, I do have a client cancellation this morning. It's just a tiny tad of wind blowing, so there's no real bike danger, there's no rain. It's a gorgeous day. But here it goes. Our opinions, our opinions take us in the direction in which they point. So if we say, just say we develop a non-factual, non-real, non-emotional, non-thought-through, non-clarified, not emotional showered opinion that don't feel safe on the bike today. And I head out. I'm going in the direction of not feeling safe today. Well, there's nothing really going to guarantee a bike accident more than going out thinking I have to be careful because I don't feel safe on the bike today. So when we say I don't like this job or I don't like this person or this person's right, they're all opinions. The trouble with opinions is as much as they can be our best friend because we say uh, I would love to earn 
Well, that's a fact, isn't it? When you say, I'd love to earn half a million dollars a year, that's a fact. But if you say, I don't like my job, or I do like my job, or I want to go for a great bike ride today, these are opinions. And we go in the direction of our dominance opinions. So, at one level, they belong to a category called future scene, which we've talked about last month a little bit. At another level, they belong to just random variables that we can sometimes not explain, which people might label intuition. But, boy oh boy, intuition is a really, really low level of inspiration. And I want to talk about this topic today. So, I'm going to say, I woke up with an opinion that it doesn't feel right to go on the bike today. I looked at the root of that opinion and came to the conclusion that I had a cold sore on my lip from Tasmania, from the sun. I went to the pharmacist and I got some uh, pills. Went to my neighbour and got some uh, organic medication that she uses. And I popped all these pills, had a light dinner, went to bed. So I've woken up, I think, potentially a little bit under the effect of some of these pills. So maybe the aura ring isn't measuring this uh, experience I'm having, I'm feeling a little bit woozy. Well, not woozy, woozy, just a little bit unreliable in terms of riding a bike at 60k down a hill in a TT position and missing a pothole like I did three months ago. Oh, look out, I'm living in the past like I did three or four months ago and got concussion. So I thought to myself, what's the consequence of not going? Well, the consequence of not going for my bike ride is I can do a turbo session later on today. And instead of going bike riding, I'll come down the beach here, go for a big long walk, uh, watch the sunrise, as I normally would on a Thursday before my client cancelled. So I'm back in routine. So nothing lost, nothing gained, zero balance. So the opinion is not really becomes not really the deciding factor whether I'm right or wrong. It's what's the consequence of the alternative. What's the consequence? Zero. I can do a turbo session, which is the bike ride. I can go for a walk on the beach. I get everything done in a reverse sequence and do a podcast. So yesterday I was having a chat with a client late at night who's going through a few bits of itchy things in life, getting ridiculously envious. And I was talking to her and I said, up in your head, it's like Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. So consider your brain a chocolate factory. And if you ever watch the movie, 
the chocolate factory is such a funny place with all sorts of great little uh, chocolate making people running around the place. It's sort of fun, but things can go wrong, and blah, blah, blah. But just imagine in the chocolate factory, somebody does a poo. So the chocolate's brown, and the poo's brown, and you have to get the poo out. So how do you know what's, what's chocolate and what's poo? And I think when it comes to mind control and opinions and uh, mind and thinking, I prefer to err on the side of the fact from my experience over 40 years of coaching people that it's really hard to discern when somebody does a poo in your chocolate and when your brain is actually starting to make it up. Those deadly loyal clients who've been with me for five, six, seven years will always use an emotional shower, four columns, knock it out, flesh it out, turn opinion into fact, uh, test themselves before they'll operate on an opinion about a business decision. Well, I think that's really, really, really wise. Uh, so that's uh, number one. There is a skill to when it's important. Like this morning, I wouldn't call worthy of an emotional shower, but if I was going with a mate and I wasn't just riding by myself and it didn't just impact me making the calls to change this, change my schedule would have impacted people and I would have gone, hmm, is it an opinion? And if it's an opinion, how do I change it? And I would have modified my brain and got the poo out of the chocolate. But it's a skill you have to practice every single day. It's not something you just do, oh, something's not right for me or I don't like my opinion today. No. If you're going to do four columns, you have a book, a notepad, and you do them at least two a day on stuff that's not critical, but it is decision-based or emotionally driving, and you get used to the art. If there's not 15 to 20 rows in your emotional shower, it's not an emotional shower. I've seen some people do two rows and go, oh, that's really good. No. That's just the early. That's just the early start of an emotional shower. So. Well, we're talking about the chocolate factory up in your brain. We're talking about poo in the chocolate factory, same color, not the same taste. We're talking about the human mind. We're talking about clearing up our thoughts, clearing our head. 
We're talking about opinions, which we know already from the last podcast we did in the last couple of days, that opinions keep us stuck in our head. Now, there are a few places in the world that are quite poisonous, but opinions stuck in an opinion, like, gee, uh, my opinion is uh, bike riding today is a little bit dangerous. Those opinions are nothing short of classical. They cause themselves, so they're dangerous. They're, you go in the direction of your dominant opinions. So if you don't like somebody, you'll attract them. You'll attract more people like them. If you feel uh, uh, you don't like your job, you'll like it less. If you feel you're not good at something, you'll be less good at it. So the whole opinion thing uh, turns quite often from a manifestation point of view into reality. So it's really, really important that we, A, not get stuck in our opinions, but B, if we're going to have them, make sure they li- our opinions line up with the manifestation we want to create. In other words, I'm good at my job, I love my life, I'm, I, uh, I'm super healthy, uh, my immune system is functioning at the highest possible level, all these sorts of statements that we make, affirmations, the purpose of them is to guide the opinions we have up into the mind and clear the poo, opinions, the poo out of the chocolate factory. But the purpose of all this isn't just to have no opinions or have aligned opinions. The purpose of all this is to come down into our heart. And hand on heart, we need to know what we want in life because that's the word of our heart. The heart, if you look at the pyramid, got to, should, need to, want to, desire to, choose to, love to. The heart is want to. Maslow called it the highest level of human activation. The heart. So when a person's in their heart, they're doing pretty damn good. But the heart is the center between heaven and earth. So you get inspirations come from above you and not out of you. Nothing comes from you, only through you. Inspirations come to you. And for inspirations to come to you, you need to go for a walk or sit in the park or have a shower or do something where your brain takes a a little trip to Tasmania and you're sitting there going, that's a great idea. Where'd that come from? Well, the answer is from above. If at the same token, your heart gets a message uh, of it's, it's uh, I don't feel motivated to move forward. I don't feel energized to move forward. You know it's coming from below. Now, below the heart is fight, flight, fear, guilt, um, which is fight, flight. Should, which is a moral uh, compass, which is created by your religious or your moral or your code of ethics, which is just basically your religion, whatever that is universal or not, your code of ethics, how you want to treat yourself and others. A little bit your opinions. But then it comes from your emotions, your need to level, which is your emotional level. What do I need? 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 And then you rise up. So in other words, if, if most intuition comes from below the heart, into the heart, most inspiration comes from from above, outside of us, into the heart. Now, it's pretty important to say that in a lifetime, if we 
brings something to this earth that has never, that is not the cause, uh, uh, hasn't been caused by somebody else. We've done something pretty damn fantastic. So most of what we do, go to the work, bring up the kids, uh, bank the money, buy the house, uh, go for a run, go for a uh, skydive or, or, or rollerblade down the street or whatever it is, what it, it, most of the things we do are at the effect of a previous cause, a parental behavior or grandparental behavior or somebody else on this earth invented it like um, <coughs> bungee jumping for example, someone invented it, you go and do it. You're at the effect of someone else's cause. So 99.9999999% of everything you do is just at the effect. And therefore, it's intuitive. It comes from your, from your got to, should, need to levels of thinking of your mind. However, it is possible to do something on this planet that has never been done before. So, for example, in your work, you might create a model of how to do a turnaround or how to help someone in need. And you draw it on a sheet of paper and you, you draw it in a graphical modelling sense. And you go, shit, I never saw this before written in this way. And you may just have caused something and have everybody else be at the effect. In other words, you, you may have just put something on this uh, on this planet that wasn't there before because it came to you, not from you, through you, from above, from a love to. So the more time you spend in love to, choose to, desire to, the more likely it is <clears throat> that you'll be receiving intuitions from above. Now, intuitions from above are pretty cool. They're called inspirations. Inspirations come through you, not from you. Intuitions come from you. And so we have to discern, really importantly, where we're in the chocolate factory with poo mixed in with our chocolate and how do we separate them. That's really hard gig. Uh, I've suggested the emotional shower is one way to make sure that we're not caught in a should or in a got to or a shouldn't or a need. What do I need? What do I need? Those things are intuitive and most of the world lives in the world of effect from someone else's cause. Or if one day you sit there and you go, I'm going to take a clean sheet of paper. I've got a problem in the factory or in the office or in my home and I'm going to map out a grid. I'm going to draw a, a, a chart, a line chart. I'm going to sketch it out and I'm going to put on the axis two things that have never been put there before and actually create a solution that no one else has uh, 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 written. And to do that, you have to be in a really powerful state of inspiration, a really uh, love-to space. So knowing how to get into a love-to space in your everyday life, it's not about going home and meditating or doing yoga classes at 4 o'clock in the morning or any shit like that. It's about what you eat, how you sleep, uh, and it's all about uh, taking recovery breaks during the day so that you don't drop down into intuition. Once you're in the chocolate factory and there's poo in the chocolate factory, this is really hard to clean out. So what we're trying to do is 
why people meditate in the morning and go for walks on beaches in the morning is to set themselves up so they're not in the chocolate factory from get-go. All of my most profound inspiration, all of the models that I've drawn throughout my life, and there's thousands of them, because uh, just I'm obsessed with creating something that has never been done before. I love the idea of capturing inspiration that comes from above and capturing it just by clean sheet of paper or as it is my iPad now, a clean sheet of paper and just modeling it out, sitting it there, putting it in a file and going back over it every day. So that's a choice, isn't it? So the heart is the intersection between inspiration and intuition. Inspiration comes in from us, intuition comes from us. So inspiration comes to us intuitions come from us and shit that comes from us comes from the chocolate factory it has to whether it's a got to or a love to it's all coming from the chocolate factory and the question is is there poo in your chocolate that's a very important question you have to ask yourself is there is there poo in my chocolate and because poo is brown and chocolate is brown you're not going to see it yourself you're not going to be it's not going to be uh, you won't be able to smell it because the volume of chocolate will smell like chocolate with poo in it. So the, 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 the speed, speed is a highly intelligent discussion. I'm sure Pythagoras would be most impressed. But the fact of the matter is, it's really hard to look at yourself in the mirror and know who you're talking to. Because when you're in got to, sometimes it feels like you're in love to. When you're in sometimes in love to, it feels like a got to. It's, it's really hard. So practice, 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 and learning how, what it feels like, knowing when you're in the zone and knowing when you're out. Uh, questioning yourself when you say, I'm, my, it's my intuition that's function, functioning or my inspiration is functioning. Ask yourself, am I at the cause of something brand new or at the effect? all very beautiful stuff and I hope you've enjoyed this podcast. Time for me to go for it. It's still dark but there's people out going for a little ocean dip so I might just chance it and see what the sharks have got going on this morning for breakfast. Bye for now.